I have a good idea. It's not, I didn't prepare anything. It's just an idea of something we can talk about on the show, and it's called, I'll tell you on the show. But it's good. Okay, sure. Uh, we'll, we'll find out and be disappointed live in front of fans. Welcome to Bruise Day Tuesday Podcast Episode 14 with your hosts Raider Mallory, Sam Ginsberg, Tavita Garrett, and Tyler Dryblatt. Here is Tavita! Hey, so we've got some really good stuff we're going to talk about on this show. We've got a follow-up to the Snuggle House. I was unaware of this, I guess building that was going to be uh, built in Sam's hometown. Not hometown. And just dives right into it. Is, yeah, so we're going to we're going to talk about that. Um but first I just hey, don't don't steal all the thunder to me. ask how is everyone Yeah, it is a no nonsense yeah, host. She goes right into the story. <laughs> Tyler's trying to throw you off your game, Tavita. Don't I know, to it. it's alright. Good, good. Being... I had a good week. I had, uh, you guys, something really good happened to me this week. You want to know what it is? No. Are you pregnant? <sighs> it's the host, so, you have to tell. <sighs> Thank you, Tavita. Um, <laughs> so I came into work like an hour late. <laughs> <laughs> and, my, and my boss was like, hey, let's grab a conference room. Like, I want to talk real quick. And I was like, oh, balls. <laughs> Why were you an hour late? Because <laughs> I was sleeping, man. And, <laughs> and um, so we grabbed a conference room. And this he's is like, why people hey. hate our generation. Yeah, right. Well, anyway, the story gets good. Um, he's like, hey, I just noticed you, like, you've been coming in late the past couple of days. Like, oh. And I was like, yeah, I totally have. And he's like, what's up with that? And I was like, well, you know. I only get paid X amount of money, and I'm working X amount of hours. Oh, the balls. So, the balls yeah. on the man. Jesus. So I, don't feel like, I don't feel like I'm being adequately compensated. Holy <laughs> and he was like, I'm not kidding. And he was like, um, uh, well, you know, I have to agree. Like, you're still at your starting salary. Like, uh, I think we can bump you up. And I just got a raise. <laughs> so Rainer showed up to work an hour later. <laughs> Refused to apologize and then got a raise. Are you a warlock? Uh, say that again, Sam. I asked if you were a warlock. <laughs> no, nope. Just uh, just a guy who likes to sleep in late and get <laughs> dollars for it. So are you like definitely gonna stop showing up late now? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I feel like I should come in early so that he thinks yeah. that you know the raise is paying off. Probably. But it was a material raise. Like I'm yeah. happy. I'm a happy trooper. That's that's really nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I was listening to last week's podcast oh. and hearing all of you talk about your jobs made me super sad, since I'm selling secondhand clothes in Arcata. But you know, good for all of you people. I've already told you you could have my job, Tyler. You just don't want it. I don't. I don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've already told you. Tyler, you could move in with me and wait. Where are you right you now, know. Tyler? Me, I'm in Arcata, California. Yep. 
yeah. Just by so yourself. So it's, it's Northern California. Ooh, why'd you? No, I'm with. You I'm with I came out here with a bunch of my friends from home. Um, I'm in what's known as the Emerald Triangle. It's like this massive weed growing area. So the culture is very very interesting. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I didn't make it up, so. Why don't you just I start uh, I mean, That's I cool. feel like the market's pretty saturated, but I don't know. It's definitely an yeah. interesting place. Like, I went back to I went back to Allegheny last week, as you know, and uh, it was weird not mm-hmm. seeing people smoking on literally every corner, because that's just that's just how it is in Arcata. The attitude out here, I think it's just the West Coast in general, though. But the attitude is like really laid back and very silly, like. At both of the jobs I've had out here, people have been like, damn, like, you do a lot of work. And, like, same with both of my friends. And, I, really, I'm not doing that much work. I'm pretty lazy. But, yeah, like, that, that sounds like you. I just I just do what I'm expected to do. And I guess out here people have kind of take, take more of the Rainer approach, which is just show up an hour late and, and ask for a raise. Give mad so raises. <laughs> the fact that I just do what I'm told to do is, like, blowing people's minds. Huh. Yeah, it's very it's very silly. Anyway, um. Well, yeah. Do you have any interesting stories from October Break Fest? Not really. Uh, I saw Becca, which was super duper nice, and I saw Chance, and I saw Jed. <laughs> Actually, I saw, saw Jed Shred. Super duper funny, because he actually. Shred Barber. Like yeah, on Jed, the guitar. No, he actually has been skateboarding. You know how he was like talking about all that bullshit on the podcast well he likes skateboards <laughs> not super great he can do a kickflip and that's more than i can do so what is he 13 i know right <laughs> that's ridiculous but him and like i don't know him and a bunch of not really the frisbee people but like the frisbee people and assorted nerds go go skating around i guess i don't know i used to really love skateboarding i just haven't done it in a while but right i was sponsored at one point no big deal I know for missing last week, I got kicked out of my hosting job, but I feel like it's been a, a decent amount of podcasts without us even mentioning beer yet. Man, that's so. a little passive aggressive, but all right. Well, thank you for that. Yeah. I know. agree. Strike one, Tavita. Well, we want to get started on <laughs> Keep your eye on the ball. <laughs> so do we want to segue into our beers? I, yeah, what's everyone drinking? Sam, you go first. Okay, uh, I'm drinking Southern Tier 2X Steam. Uh, wait, do you, do you want me to just intro it, or do you want me to actually talk about it? Uh, just intro it. Okay. I'm drinking Southern Tier 2X Steam. <laughs> nice. <laughs> cool. What what type of beer is that? It's a, it's a 2X Steam. Yeah. It's a 2X. Okay. It's, well, it's a Steam beer, but it's double the Steam. Shut up! Shut up! Steam, steam beer is a style. I know. I know it's a style. Also, I believe called the California yeah, well, Common. That Isn't that out, the same but... thing? A what? A California Common. I think that's another term for the same. I know. I know it's a popular style in I'm California, but I'm not really sure about that. What's the ABV on it? Eight. Okay. Yeah. Having fun over there. Oh. It's. Mu- I'm having much less fun than I did last week. All right. What about you, Tyler? I know. I, okay, so a couple episodes ago, I said I was going to drink uh, Sheaf Stout, and then I went back to where I buy my beer and they didn't have it. But I went back again and they do have it, so 
Drinking Sheaf Stout, imported from Tasmania, Australia, 5.7%. Uh, we'll see how it is. All right. And Rainer? Yeah, I'm drinking uh, Victory Prima Pills. Uh, Prima Pills by Victory Brewing Company. It doesn't have the ABV on the thing, so I'm looking it up. Um, 5.3. Right. So not great, but it's a Pilsner. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I generally like Victoria as a brewing company. I haven't had a, too many of their beers, but what I have had, I've liked. Same here. And I don't like Pilsners generally, but this one yeah. has a great score on Beer Advocate, and it's by a good brewery. So if this one isn't good, I can just give up on the whole genre, I figure. <laughs> the whole style. Go. And Tavita, how about you? I am drinking Rogue Voodoo Donut. It's advertised as chocolate peanut butter, and banana ale. The APV is 5.3. Funny story about that beer. So. I saw I saw a little thing, and it said, uh, what beer, what is one beer you would never drink again? And that was, that was the one that people had voted the, the best answer. <laughs> so. So, so yeah. we'll see what, about it. I what particular flavors is it? I disagree with them. But, well, chocolate, peanut butter, and banana. Yeah. They did this with with that donut company, and this is a collaboration with that donut company that's in Portland, Voodoo Donuts, and uh, um, I saw an advertisement, and it said, I got VD in Portland, because apparently Voodoo Donuts is based out of Portland. But I didn't know it was for a donut shop until I was doing my laundry the other day, and I saw a woman with a Voodoo Donuts shop, and I was like, "Hey, hey, do they have do they have very vaguely uncomfortably sexual stickers at that particular donut shop in Portland?" And she said, "Why, yes, they do." And then I solved the mystery about where those stickers come from. The fuck are you talking about? Voodoo Donut stickers. Oh, okay. So far, this episode ex- is extremely incoherent. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even started drinking yet. Does anybody want to give first reviews? Yeah, I'll do that. Hmm. So, um, Victory Prima Pills. You know, it's pretty interesting. I was hanging on to it for a bit because I wasn't sure if, like, everybody was drinking yet, so it got a little bit warm. It's not warm, but it's, like, a little bit warm, and I like that, which is a good thing for a beer, you know, if you can drink it warm and you're still enjoying the flavor. Mm. Um, It totally has some flavor, and it's a Pilsner, and I'm happy about that. It's really sweet at the beginning and it's got like a tiny bit of a body and it's got like just a little hint of hoppiness coming off the butt and it's enough to enjoy. I, yeah, I like it. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Excellent. I like the terms, uh, a little bit of a body right, followed by well... a little bit of hoppiness coming off the butt. It sounds like <laughs> you're describing a peculiar woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all right, well, I'll go on with mine. Um, so, Sheaf Stout, interesting. Uh, the, I, I had the first sip, and I thought, well, this is this is not a stout. This is a Bach. Uh, it's a very, very soy saucy beer I've got going on here. But um, I, expected, I expected it to be very watery and not much to notice at all. So the fact that there is something, even though it's a bit deceptive and not really what I was looking for is 
nice, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. All right. Well, the Voodoo Donut is it's bad. <laughs> I think it's bad. Um, <laughs> I mean, I guess they they tried to do something cool, but I don't. I'm not really enjoying it. It's pretty. Uh, I mean, it's an ale, so it's thin, and I feel like the flavor combination would be more suited to a heavier beer. And you can definitely taste chocolate and peanut butter, but it's kind of a bad, bitter chocolate taste. Oh, no. Yeah. And it's kind of malty. It's, it's, it's weird. It's weird. I don't think I'm going to give it a very good rating. The bottle itself is really interesting, though. They list some ingredients. Uh, one of the ingredients is uh, free-range coastal water. Oh, that's what? too that's, bad. That's, <laughs> that's yeah. stupid. That's, yeah. They Damn don't it. want the that's water to ever have been in, you know, cages. You know, <laughs> the, the conditions that water lives in, it's despicable. Yeah, man, when the water's not happy, the end product isn't going to be happy. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but that's seriously what you get in Arcata, though, so... I'm pretty used to it around here. Mm. Actually, I was closing up the thrift store the other day, and some homeless man uh, asked me if I knew about the healing power of water. And I said I tried to drink uh. tried to drink water a lot. And then he asked me if I believed in God, and I said no. And then he started yelling at me, so I left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Tyler. Not believing in God, you heathen. He got really upset. He was like, hey, hey, this guy doesn't believe in God. Can you believe that? And he was, like, trying to draw other people on the street over. What if that worked? What if, like, an angry crowd formed? <laughs> it ran me out of town. Well, this is a God-fearing town, boy. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like Arcade of California. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> what the fuck is he doing there? Yeah, I really don't know. Just, just crazy fucking people. Mm. All right, Sam. How's your beer? I mean... There's not a whole lot to it. It there's a little bit of a kind of a, a caramel malt type of a flavor to it, but it's subtle. And there's something else, and I can't figure out what the something else is. It's probably the steam component, but that probably. steam component is it's it's underneath the already subtle malt. There's not a whole lot of flavor to it. I kind of uh, I started drinking started drinking it before we were really talking about it, and then. Uh, by the time it got to to talking about what the beer tastes like, I realized I had drank about half of it and couldn't remember what it tasted like. <laughs> so it's it's just it's the kind of beer hey, you can drink without noticing. It's but it's eight percent. I don't know. I feel like that's a saving grace that usually uh, higher alcohol beers have to mask it with either dominant hops or dominant malts or something. And there's nothing dominant here, and I still can't taste the booze. So I don't know how they did that. Uh, but All right, well, keep sipping. I'll, and then... I'll do that. Wow, Tavita we'll, does we'll not want to hear the rest of your comments on that beer. <laughs> She's like, yeah, yeah, all right, whatever. Moving we'll, on, we'll let's keep this train it. rolling. Well, I want to talk about the Snuggle House. You didn't even know about the Snuggle House, but now you're, now you're invested. I'm not invested. I'm curious. That's good, because apparently they're running into problems. So yeah. So you were invested. I was going to fly to Madison. 
so I could get in on the opening of the Smuggle House, but it's not going to happen anymore. Yeah, so astute listeners will remember that uh, several episodes back we talked about the Snuggle House, which was opening in the city Sam's located in, Madison, Wisconsin, and it was going to be a place where you go to non-sexually snuggle with people um, just to get some human contact and have a good time. But uh, (laughs) I had a good time at the Snuggle House. Well, see, that's what people... That's what people are worried about, apparently, because the city has uh, yeah. has not passed the business through its uh, building and fire inspections um, because they're worried about, quote, a house of prostitution popping up. Oh, man. This is so, bullshit. What year is it? I thought the 60s happened already. Come right? on. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, I I totally understand what they're saying. But I feel like it's it's really more uh, the the domain of, of silly jokes like we're making rather than not letting the business proceed. You know, I think the Snuggle House is probably going to be a little more legitimate than Tokyo Spa was. Yeah, that was a whorehouse. <laughs> it was a whorehouse. I think that even though Madison's a pretty left-leaning city, that uh, it's still not left-leaning enough for this liberal nonsense and they should have done this shit in Arcata, california or something yeah well it says there are similar establishments uh in colorado and california so there you go (laughs) two places i can absolutely see this popping up but that's uh, not the only thing popping up tyler (laughs) yeah yeah it says they like clients have to sign a contract stipulating all this stuff but like i don't know when i fall asleep when i fall asleep sometimes I get a little boner, and then, and then what happens? Do I, do I get, do I get kicked out of the snuggle house, or do I get fined by the snuggle house? I think or what? they they ignore it. You see, the thing is, yeah. So it says here, contact, contact between snugglers and clients will have enforced boundaries. Right. I'm just wondering who's like the enforcer here, who like comes in. Yeah, it must be it must be the snuggler. I hate I hate using that as a professional term, but that's what they said. And, yeah, but like, okay, so if the snuggler is also the bouncer, they have to be like a beefy snuggler, right? I don't want to snuggle with a bag full of muscles. No, they ha- no they have a buzzer or something, and then the beefy, oh. uh, the beefy comes enforcer comes. Gotcha. Okay. But what what I think is going to happen is even if this is founded with the best of intentions, there's going to be people mm-hmm. who snuggling who get snuggle boners who say, hey. An extra X dollars, and maybe you do something about this snuggle boner I have. And most of them will say, "Hey, that's not what the snuggle house is all about." But some of them will say, "Yeah, that I'll do that for you." Okay. Well, here's here's a further. I think the snugglers could be reputable people. I think they could be, but uh, in a strike against you, Tavita, the the owner of the snuggle house, Matthew Hurtado. Um, apparently is peddling an online book, uh, a biography, I guess his biography, of being a sex-addled misfit who becomes a millionaire. So, that doesn't read well. No. Why is that a strike against me? Well, you were like, those snugglers could definitely be reputable people. And then the snuggle house owner is sex-addled millionaire. Why would he tell everyone that if he's trying to open a business where, like, the cornerstone is that they're not having sex with you? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he just, he got over his sexual delinquency 
by just snuggling really intensely, non-sexual well, snuggling. concerning to me, Noon says, <laughs> this is a quote, Noon says part of the snuggle house's target clientele is the elderly and hospice patients. Oh, I don't want to snuggle with the elderly. Well, you don't have to. You don't work there, dog. Yeah. That's good. I know you don't like your job, but you do not have to look at your But I, I just feel like that's a, a population of people that can't necessarily... Get boners, get so it's perfect. No, that's not what I was going to say. <laughs> that's so true, though. Great point, Tyler. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no lawsuits there. Exactly. <laughs> but I think, you know, those people are more likely to be abused. They're just... Yeah, they can't defend themselves. Yeah. And so I, I agree that, you know, great care should be taken in making sure that nothing like that happens. Word. Oh, can I can I uh, drop some hot off the press news about the Snuggle House? Uh, Even I, hotter than this news? Yeah. Uh, it, I happen to be friends with the Snuggle House on Facebook. Oh, boy. And they they posted a mere three hours ago, <clears throat> Does anyone feel courageous enough to come in for a therapeutic cuddling session this Wednesday and get a few minutes of fame? The Associated Press is planning it to, on attending our opening day, and they feel the desire to see a real, not staged, cuddling session. Oh, man, that's all and, you. And it, it goes on dad. from there, uh, but I'm not going to. How are you not getting in on that? I'll be at work. <laughs> Dude, you have, you've got PTO. Everyone does. Yeah. I Take a personal day. I, 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 I mean, I do like to support local business, I guess. <laughs> Called and sick and then wind up in an AP article about the Snuggle House. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. I think that I think that's your weekly challenge. Yeah. Go to the snuggle house? Yeah. No, your next challenge date is is to take her to the snuggle house. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. <laughs> that's that's obviously it's hard. Terrible. Okay, i yeah, that I mean that's hard mode, but I haven't gotten a challenge in a while, so <laughs> Oh man. That'd be great. That'd be so funny. If you two if you two just go there and then snuggle with different people in different rooms and then just meet up and be like, Yeah, that was really good. Like I feel really relaxed. How do you feel? And then and then just go about your thing. And then pay them a bunch of money, I guess. Yeah. What a hilarious gag. I'll get the last laugh. <laughs> hey, yeah, Rainer. I wonder how much how, you know how much the snuggle house cost like one session um hold on they let me let me bring up the snuggle house's uh official website real quick well i'm i'm imagining like a big bounce house and it's just me too adults it's uh it's 60 dollars an hour for a single snuggle How 60 much? bucks an oh hour. man they updated their website and there's pictures oh oh what's the what's the name Hold on, I'm gonna post it in the box. Okay, so there's three chicks and one dude, and this dude is the scariest looking. Like no one will ever snuggle this guy. He's so gross. Maybe. His name is Lonnie. Lonnie. <laughs> oh, dude, Lonnie looks like a sweetheart. What are you talking about? Oh, I still haven't yeah, seen I Lonnie. I posted the I posted the link, dog. I know, but it opens up weird for me. What's the address? Just. EasyDemo.EasyLedCapture.com backslash snugglehouse.html. I don't know what to tell you, bro. Yeah, no, that doesn't sound good. I don't like that. I would snuggle with Lonnie. He's not paranoid, bro. 
He looks like the beast after he turns back into a prince. We're going to have to agree to disagree on that one. He looks like the beast after he gets out on parole. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm sorry. I'm sure he's a very nice man. They must have mad background checks to get that job. They have to, because you're snuggled. Yeah. This is awesome. For your details, you can you can select your preferred snuggler. There are actually more snugglers than there are pictures, because Hannah is is an option but she doesn't seem to have a picture on Is there here. still only one dude? He's not pictured. Yeah, there's only one dude. They're not going to get very many ladies in there. I mean, come on. I still think that's interesting. Like, it makes sense because there's uh, more terrifyingly lonely men than there are terrifyingly lonely mm. women. But in in every relationship I've ever been in, the the snuggling is encouraged by the female party. Yeah, yeah. but the females care more about, like, trust and bonding and the dudes just want like a the dudes just want like a squishy thing to hold on to <laughs> Tavita when you when you go to the snuggle house as I'm sure you will are you gonna want like some trust and like to really forge a connection with your snuggler or do you just want some some quick snuggling action some hot and dirty snuggling <laughs> probably just some hot and dirty snuggling action well okay so obviously we're making fun of the snuggle house because it is you know, ridiculous. Yeah. But I, I think it, it definitely highlights how disconnected our society or has gotten. Oh yeah. Obviously, this isn't really a way, a way to remedy that. But yeah, because yeah, we don't have enough personal connection, so we have to go to yeah. a house where we can fake personal connection. I think even if I, even if <laughs> I went to the snuggle house, I think even if I went to the snuggle house and saw. Uh, Florence. I think I I would probably you mean, start you mean out. Lonnie. Yeah, Florence. <laughs> you would get you would get Lonnie. Okay, whatever. I no. I actually so do think. So Lonnie's smuggling it. I think in particular, if I was there with a stranger who happened to be an attractive woman, I would be so uncomfortable, and I would just keep apologizing. For snuggling her. Yeah. No. I kind of just am in my head since we've been talking about this kind of you know that run through a simulation of what I think this would happen. And I think that I would go there and be like, uh, yeah, I have a snuggling appointment, and then almost run away. I might just run <laughs> away. And then, and then you know, one of these women would come out, uh, most of whom are attractive, and, yeah. and I, would, I would go, and I guess I would snuggle with them, but the whole time I'd be like, what is going on? This is surreal. I don't know, I don't know what to do. And then... I just... And then, can I just I say really, something? Yeah. Clearly, you've never gotten a massage. Not a professional one, no. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's kind of the same deal. You it's go not, there, though, because a masseuse is no. just using his hands, and a snuggler is is. I noticed how you said in his you. hands, Tyler. I've never <laughs> had a massage from a dude. Um, I actually, I have never I had a massage, like, but okay. the first thing not that, that I had was Turkish massage, and they're like all dudes, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, a massage, you get fairly naked you lie down yeah and you know this person you don't know at all a lot of times they're attractive gets all up in your business yeah but and, they're even more up in your business when they're snuggling with you i mean that's true there's yeah, more and like I think a massage about physical um like they're it, it's physical where the snuggling thing is kind of got a an emotional bend to it yeah so you're paying someone 
south. You I feel just better. I want to know please. how you're allowed to snuggle. Can you snuggle? I like, guess is there only certain positions you're allowed to snuggle in? Only as to ass. I'm really I'm all about laying on boobs when I'm snuggling. Oh, <laughs> That's not snuggling. Like, like Sam. Like what? Like if laying Sam on Sam's just, boobs. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like a, or he could just like what if you know Florence prefers to be Big Spoon. Right. Yeah. Well, no, I'm the client. I get. They, I don't, I'm not going to be the little spoon. I'm the one paying. That doesn't make any sense. No, I think Tyler brings up a good point, though, with head on boob. Because head on boob is nice, but it is, it's more sexual than other snuggling, potentially. And I mean... But, but I, could easily, I could easily do head on boob in a non-sexual way. I know, but it but, might be restricted. I, yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. I yeah. think you could come... Or you have come, to pay more for that. I no, think you, you just, could... Guys, six, you it, just have to call it head on bosom. Oh, okay. Could, yeah. <laughs> I think okay. you could run into trouble too with uh, with spooning, like if you press, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That's a weird. That's a weird area. Dicky situation. <laughs> oh. Potentially. <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> and that's its own set of issues. They must. They must change the sheets after every session. Guys, we're gonna talk about this for too long. We need to move on. I agree. This is what the listeners want. The listeners want to know what we <laughs> think about snuggling. We should look up some information on the the California and Colorado places. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think one of the places is called the Snuggery. Wow. Yeah. Actually, I do something I want to talk about though. It's not about me. I want to know, Tavita, you're in Montana. I know that, but what do you and you're doing yes, research stuff, right? Mm-hmm. You're doing brain research. Okay, cool. Are you? But what's Montana like is really what I want to know because I don't know anything about Montana. I just think about like cowboys and open space. Well, they are definitely here. Uh, so Montana only has about a million people in the whole state, mm-hmm. and like I'm in one of the major towns, um, Missoula. So it's a college town. The University right. Montana is there. One of the other major towns is uh, both where Montana State is. Mm-hmm. Um, so it definitely seems like people in rural communities at least come to Missoula for work sometimes if they don't have like a farming slash agriculture um, outdoorsy job. If they can't cut it as cowboys, they go and <laughs> tend to the city folks. <laughs> I guess. Is that correct? Okay. Uh, yeah, in my limited experience, yeah. I mean, there's a huge tourism industry here, so it's not just cowboys. I mean, there's a lot of um, hunting and fly fishing. Um, yeah, I mean... I imagine everybody being attractive in Montana for some reason. Uh, Is that the case? I would say that everyone here is a lot healthier. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. My fr- one of my roommates went to Atlanta, and she said that that was one of the first uh, things that she noticed when she came back. Just the the people here aren't like overweight. Well, Atlanta's one of your <laughs> yeah. it's one of your fatter cities. Yeah. What'd you say? Atlanta's one of your fatter yeah. cities. So, yeah, definitely, and I, the city of Missoula definitely encourages. Uh, alternative transportation like there's a really extensive bike lane system word we have pretty much everywhere here as a bike yeah so it's really nice 
Speaking of bikes, uh, I really uh, kind of intellectually appreciate the idea of lots of people biking around, but in practice, at least here in Madison, it's the worst. Cause it's it seems like downtown every every biker has the mentality, hey, I'm I'm not a pedestrian. I count as a car. You have to respect me. But then also they have the thought, hey, I'm not a car. I don't have to be in a lane. I can be wherever I want. <laughs> So like they'll they'll merge they'll merge onto the road off of a sidewalk, and yeah, and yeah. like and sometimes they'll just they'll blow through a red light, and and I just it makes me so mad. Stop stop telling me to respect yeah, you if you're yeah. not going to respect the road. I definitely haven't seen any uh, I guess egregious violations by bikers when it comes to using the road, but. I mean, maybe that's just how. Well, Madison I'm guilty. Is. I'm guilty of all of the things Sam said. God, dog, you <laughs> make me so mad. I'm I'm so guilty of them that I was arrested for it. <laughs> what? What did, yeah, I was what arrested did you do? a while ago. Didn't you talk I about that already on the show? Yeah, I thought I talked about that. Yeah. I I got I got arrested because I well I ran through a stoplight and then. I didn't hand over my bag because I was in a bad mood, so I got arrested for obstruction of justice. I don't understand huh. how they're allowed to just take your bag. He's going to search your bag? Uh, I mean, he wasn't going to search it yet. Because, he just like, wanted to hold it? Yeah, he just wanted to hold it. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Where's T12? Was it a nice bag? Was it a nice bag? Yeah. So, okay, so here I got, I got, I went through the sign, and, there, and they were like, we pulled you over because you went through the sign, and I was like, whatever, and then they were like, oh, also, you look like you might have a stolen bag, because something similar got reported stolen. So then they wanted to search my bag, and I was like, fuck off, coppers. And then, that was that. You know what happened to Rainer if they said, you, uh, you can't search my bag? They would, mm -hmm. they would give him a raise. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it probably would. No, like, I can't uh, search my bag. You because... can't search my bag. I don't feel like I'm being, you know, like, properly rewarded for stopping and listening to you guys. They'd be like, that's true. Can we give you a ride somewhere in the squad car? Like, can we drop you off? That's fair of us. Uh... Raider rules! <laughs> hey, guys. Um, I have a well, good... Yeah, I have a good segment idea for the show, and I think that okay. we should do it. Um, it's called I Remember My First Beer... And we all tell the story about their first beer and what it was like and the situation and what it led to, yada, yada, yada. What do you think? All right. Well, I definitely don't remember my first beer, so I'm just going to make something up if you do do it. You can sit this one hey, out. you said you do. do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why don't we start with uh, T-Bone? Okay. Um, I don't know if this really counts. Uh... Oh, wait, sorry. For, you have to say, I remember my first beer and then jump into it well i'm not sure i do remember my first beer just um, just go ahead and premise it with that i remember my first beer <laughs> uh i was i think this is purely for raiders entertainment yeah rainer has a great story that's just gonna blow us out of the water and that's why he brought us up but uh i think i was 15 i guess and we my friend and i worked at a liquor store and uh, we actually, we staged kind of a heist, and we stole some of the uh, beers that were, like, when cases got broken or something, but not all the beers got 
got destroyed. And then there were just singles left, and they got put in some. So we we cleverly stole them after work one day, and went over to my other friend's house, and uh, we it was mostly like I clearly remember Mike's hard lemonade. <laughs> Never really got better in my drinking career, I guess. But um, my friend also had some absinthe because he was just in Germany. Holy so, shit! Yeah, we drank that too, and uh, and a couple beers that I really, really hated. I had like one. I had like like two shots of absinthe and like a Mike's Hard Lemonade and like half of like a Coors or something like that. And then you know I was 15, so I was just like really giggling a lot and laughing, <laughs> and I played like some Halo and did pretty bad, and then we went to sleep. <laughs> That was yeah. my fruit. Nice. Well, times. Yeah, really, really crazy stuff. I remember my first beer. It was it was at a party that my friend threw that was like two years younger than me, so that was weird. But I kind of had I kind of had these I had a group of friends in high school that were like all hardcore stoners, and so they but then they were like, hey, let's try drinking instead this one time, and I. <laughs> I didn't smoke or drink at, at this point, so I was I was kind of out of my element. What a loser! Well, just wait for the rest of the story, Tyler. Wherein I'm discovered to be quite a bit of a loser. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I I never drank before, and it's the story isn't like I got so drunk that I pooped my pants or something like that. It's not I didn't actually get that drunk because I just hated beer so much. Uh, <laughs> I think it was uh, I think it was Heineken, but I I I wouldn't swear to it. And uh, they got one of those um, mini kegs, you know, like handheld kegs. Yeah. That, that are like essentially just growlers, but I guess they're pressurized. I don't know. I don't really know what the appeal is. Yeah. And so they're not. Uh, having been a person who worked at a liquor store, they're just for people who think they look cool and want to waste money. So they're perfect for fifteen-year-olds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. First we played Kings, and uh, I hated the beer so much that every time that I had to drink for Kings, I would like fake drink, and I only oh, I, I only took a sip out of like one in one in five times, and uh, and then then we played beer pong, you know the kind where you have to drink the beer, and <laughs> uh, uh, I don't want to I don't want to talk about this. Uh, I I mixed I mixed my beer with Mountain Dew because it tasted so bad. Oh, oh man, and ev- nasty! And everyone made fun of me, and I couldn't figure out why at the time. And now it is so clear. So very very clear. That's hilarious. I mean, I can't imagine a a, a first beer story that could top that one. Oh, so, I think okay. that's my cue. That was such a good cue, you dick. <laughs> I remember my first beer. Um, yeah, I don't like have like a crazy, awesome story. I just thought it'd be a fun segment. But I think I was also around 15, and my friend Julian was having a party at his lake house. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, "Cool, I'm gonna go." And we Did you get to second base. Like, what was that? Did you get to second base? That just sounds like the kind of thing that would happen at Julian's lake house. I don't know. <laughs> no, and I, I, will, I will tell was, you why. Was Tiffany totally going? Uh, we thought that Tiffany was totally going. If you would let me finish, you'll know the rest of the story. So uh, we show up at Julian's lake house at like midnight expecting things to be happening. 
nothing's happening. We're the only people there, us and Julian. And we wait until like two and then still like nobody's there. It's like eight dudes. And then these like four random dudes show up and nice. they bought like three, 300 beers for some reason. They had like, like an obscene amount of beer and like fill up the fridge completely. And cause they thought that it was like a party party. And then it was just like a bunch of dudes hanging out at Julian's lake house. And it was super late. Nice. And I was like, well, I guess I'll try beer now cause I'm bored. And I remember like halfway through my first beer, I was like having the best time ever. And I was like, Oh man, this party is awesome, which is ridiculous <laughs> because the party was most certainly not awesome. Um, and I was also thinking, oh man, beer does nothing to me. Like I am completely unaffected by alcohol, <laughs> which is also <laughs> ridiculous because I was clearly trashed and just didn't know right. it because I didn't know what alcohol did to yep. me. Um, so, oh, oh yeah. Oh man. And it gets embarrassing actually. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh, I get like really trash because I'm like a little fella back then and pass out in Julian's parents' bed. Yeah. Yeah. And um, pee the bed. Pee the bed. Pee the <laughs> bed. I decided to wake up in the middle of the night, pull my pants and underwear down, <laughs> pee on the bed that I was sleeping on, and then pass out in that pee completely <laughs> naked with my. How many, how many beers did you have? Like, I want to. The I last time say, you said anything, it was half a beer. So I, I want to say like over the whole night, maybe six. That's actually pretty decent for your first little little guy time. Yeah. So I was I was pretty yeah I was pretty. I think pretty just average. peeing the bed in your sleep would be so much more forgivable than peeing onto the bed. <laughs> and then falling asleep. What's your thought just, process? I'm just assuming that that's what I did. Obviously, I don't remember, but I woke up and, like, it seemed like I had gotten up in the middle of the night with the intent of peeing somewhere other than the bed and then just gave up and peed on the bed and then just, I don't know. I have no idea. I hope someone else peed on the bed and we're like, oh, we got him. Like, <laughs> like rolled you over, peed on the bed, and rolled you back into it. And then the next morning, I was just like, yeah, cool party, Julian. Sorry I peed on your parents' bed. Uh, Poor Julian. Yeah. Tavita, do you remember your first beer? Uh, Unfortunately, I do not remember my first beer. Do you have any uh, rookie rookie beer drinker funny stories? Yeah. Can you preface Uh, it with, I remember my first beer? (laughs) I remember, no, it's not my, I can't say that. Come on. I remember this. One time when I was really young and I had beer. So this was high school. I must have been 16, maybe. 16 or 16. And uh, so we go to this party just downtown at my friend's apartment. His parents aren't there. And, uh, you know, the, it was fun. It's good music. And apparently, well, one of my friends just gets really, really drunk. And at this point, everyone else is drunk as well, so no one really knows how to handle the situation. So uh, he had this, like, inflatable raft. So for some reason, we thought it would be a good idea to put her in the raft. And we just sent her down the river, and we didn't worry about it anymore. (laughs) And I've never seen her again. (laughs) That's the end. (laughs) No. Yeah, so we just put her in the raft and, like, moved her around the party. So, like, various people could watch her. (laughs) Yeah. 
I don't wow. know why we thought that was a good idea, but yeah, everything turned out all right. He's fine. That reminds me of a great story of Tyler's. Do you know which oh. one I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, I think so. When I walked into that room with the girl. Yeah. Well, yeah. Th- don't word it like that. That's gross. <laughs> I was I was at an uh, an early an early party of mine and uh yeah, I was really 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 drunk and I was uh, walking around, you know, just big goofy Tyler and somebody was like, "Hey Tyler, you know, come into this room. It's super cool in here." And I was like, "Sure, Devin. I'll go in and party in that party room." And I walked in after Devin and uh she just turned around and closed the door and all the lights were off and it, there was another girl like having a seizure in in the bed in the room I had been in and it was just me Devin and the what? seizing girl yeah and Devin was like okay I'm glad you're in. coming to help me with this and I was like what oh, I've been tricked I've been tricked so hard <laughs> so I was like oh okay I don't know what to do like I put the girl on her side got a trash bag and like a compress or something and I was like rubbing her flailing limbs, you know, trying to calm her down, and just did that for a while. Hung out with her while she was having her seizure for a while, and then she stopped, and I guess that was that. I don't know. That's really the only part of that night that sticks out, probably that because it was doesn't sound so like you handled boring. that situation correctly, Tyler. <laughs> oh, what, Rainer? You're going to say I should have gotten the authorities? <laughs> I mean, yeah, right? I would, I would argue that he handled it better than his friend, Devin. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Let me just get this guy and come into this room. Yeah. yeah. No, it was it was very. Wait, do, you, do you know if he like had seizures? Like, or was that the only time? Yeah. No, it was like. Uh, I mean, she's not like had seizures like just randomly, but I guess she probably should not have been drinking, and uh, I don't know. I mean, I was gonna say like if I had known, I would have done something, but it wasn't my house, it wasn't my party, so what could I have done? But, I mean, I guess she shouldn't have been drinking because it, it messed with her. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. blame blame the victim, Tyler. <laughs> did you talk well, about it with her after the fact, like, in sober did times? I, did I talk about it with her? Not really. <laughs> I, had, I had a very strange relationship with this girl. In middle school, she slapped me in the face because I knocked over a block tower she built. She was building block towers in middle school? Yeah, I mean, like... Not like she was sitting on the ground with a bunch of Legos, but we were doing some math thing, and then we had a bunch of like little blocks to help us do the math, and it was a boring class, so she built a little lo- like a block tower. And he didn't, uh, he didn't happen to go to like a s- like special achievers school, did you, Tyler? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. What can I say? And why did you knock her block tower over? Because I was a little punk ass. Okay. <laughs> no reason. She Did you like pull her so pigtails too? What? Did you pull her pigtails too? Did you have like a kindergarten crush on this girl? I just don't understand your motivation. Oh no, not at all. No, I just, I don't know. I just did it because I'm a little bitch. <laughs> Some men want to see the world burn. Is it that? Social. Yeah, she built something. So I was like, I can probably destroy that. And I did. <laughs> That's well, the I'm only glad you reason. threw that face. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but um, yeah. That's right. that's I that. Want that's you know, Eliza. Okay, yeah. Is everybody done? I um, am. I I can be. 
you're gonna bankroll <laughs> that real quick and be it's, done with it? It's it's a, it's very easy to drink. There's not anything to it. Okay. Well, Tavita, do you want to start us out with ratings? Sure. Yeah. So I'm gonna give uh, Rogue Voodoo Dona a three point nine out of ten. It it's pretty much undrinkable to me, <laughs> but I'm giving them props yeah. for trying something new. And also the bottle artwork is kind of cool, but uh, it's it's pretty pretty gross. Jesus! Um, it just tastes the the chocolate flavor is really um, bitter and not really rich. It reminds me of a Tootsie Roll, just okay, like yeah. fake chocolate. I don't know why, because they've probably used good chocolate, but well, they used chocolate extract so whatever that means um and the the alcohol content isn't even that high it's 5.3 so my question is against them you said you said that it's pretty much undrinkable and you gave it a 3.9 what do you need what do you need to get in like the one and two range (laughs) it has to be pure poison (laughs) (laughs) you're right i should probably change that Ooh. Yeah, I'm gonna. I mean, I'm drinking it, but it, it, it's definitely not enjoyable. So yeah, let's. Uh, but I mean, who do you know that makes a, a a chocolate peanut butter and banana ale? Actually, when we do the wrap up, but that's its own thing. <laughs> okay, well, never mind. Apparently, someone else does. But yeah, I would not recommend. Well. I wouldn't recommend this beer to anyone. Harsh. Yeah. Sometimes that's the way it is, I guess. Yep. Although, I mean, if you want free range coastal water, you should pick some of those up. (laughs) Samuel? Yeah, okay, so this beer doesn't taste like much. Uh, So I'm tempted to say maybe look into it as a session beer uh but it's eight percent so i don't know that it's the safest session beer i i would say no (laughs) i mean i guess it's a session beer if you want to go directly from a session to a party yeah yeah um but i don't know there's there's really not a whole lot to it and i kind of want to rate it well because i think that it's a i think it's a good attempt for a style that i don't like but I still don't really like the beer. So I'm going to give it a five. Okay. Wah, wah, wah. It's pretty middling, so I'm going to give it a middling rating. There you Makes sense. Uh, I would recommend it to someone. Yeah, I would recommend it to someone who wants to have a session beer directly into a party beer. <laughs> it bridges that gap, but that's really all it does. Word. Rainer? Uh, yeah, Prima Pills was, um, premium. Hey! No, it was, uh, yeah, yeah. It, no, it was, yeah, you know, I was pleasantly surprised. I don't like Pilsners, typically. Um, I did not have great expectations, even though it has good ratings and it's from a good brewery. Um, and it exceeded my expectations. It was, you know, very easy to drink. It was, like, sweet it had a you know pretty much my original interpretation my original 
description hasn't changed. I drank it really quick and wanted another one. Um, definitely look into it for a session beer. Um, I'm going to give it a 6.3 and recommend it to anybody who wants uh, a good uh, good Pilsner. I don't know. Would you say this is the best Pilsner you've had? Yes, easily. So uh, that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not really that surprised. Like I said at the beginning, you know, uh, Victory is a, is a brewery I like, so that's cool. Totally. I think Pilsner is just like a difficult, or at least I thought Pilsner was a difficult style to do much with. And I think they got creative with it. You know, like, I think if you brought this to Germany and you were like, hey, have this Pilsner, they'd be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Um, not to say it doesn't taste bad. They'd just be like, this isn't <laughs> like the Pilsners that we have, which I think is a good thing. No offense to the Germans, but they like to keep it pretty, pretty simple. This, this like has some interesting flavor in it. Um, yeah, that's me. That's the Victory Prima Pills. Go pick one up. All right, so I guess I'm the I'm the only uh, um, have this Sheaf Stout. I actually I don't know the brewery. It just it just says Sheaf Stout imported Australia. So maybe this is all they do. Uh, and at first I wasn't too impressed with it. It tasted more. Bocky, a little more sour than I wanted from a stout. Um, and it's a little weaker of body than I would think also. And at, at 5'7", I mean, that also lighter than you would imagine. So I was a little confused, but then I drank a lot of it. And uh, this is really just, a, I think, a perfect beer for Australia, even though I've never been there. Uh, this is like a working man's beer. Like if you're out there herding your sheep, or putting up a fence and you want to be, like, drinking and enjoying it. But, I don't know, like, getting re... re I don't know, re-energized. And it's not refreshing, but, it's like, it's like a solid working beer is how I feel about it. So I wouldn't I wouldn't party with Sheaf Stout, but, uh, I don't know, it's okay. I guess I'll give it uh, a 4.6, I think, is where it's going to go for me. So if you are some sort of woodsman going on a walkabout, try out Sheep Stout. Is that supposed to rhyme? It wasn't, but it it kind of it kind of felt nice, huh? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all I've got to say about my beer. All right. Well, I won't be here next week, but I'll be listening. So I would like to know what you guys are going to be drinking. Uh, I, I have no idea what I'm going to be having next week, actually. Um, I think I said something a while back, like the last episode I was in, I was like, yeah, I'm definitely going to be having that. So maybe I'll go back and re-listen and have whatever I said I was going to do. Although, actually, no, I know what I'm going to have. I'm going to have Moylan's, I'm going to have Moylan's Kilt Lifter. Because you guys mentioned Kilt Lifter in that beers article last week, and I can get it around me. So that's what I'm getting. Are you going to get it in a can? Because that's what we were talking about. All yeah, right. I'm, I I believe so. Cool. Um. So so I kind of I kind of mentioned briefly. Uh, Sam, what are you having? <laughs> I kind of <laughs> mentioned briefly um of an, an analog of of Tavita's beer. I'm I'm gonna have a beer that's not uh chocolate peanut butter but banana, but just chocolate and peanut butter, and hopefully that'll be enough. Uh, 
my folks visited last weekend, and my dad brought me a beer from uh, from back east, uh, Duclaw's Sweet Baby Jesus, and it's a uh, it's a chocolate Sweet peanut- Baby Jesus. It's called Sweet Baby Jesus. It's a it's a chocolate <laughs> peanut butter porter. So uh, that's what I'm gonna be drinking next week. Huh. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing well, about that. Well, that makes a little more sense to me. Totally. Um, yeah, so I'm going to be drinking Founders Porter from by Founders Brewing Company. Um, it's supposed to be a pretty uh, pretty good porter. I'm looking forward to it. Cool. All right, well, I guess that is the end of this episode. I want to thank Tavita for coming in for 13 and 14 and hosting while I was away and then keeping it going through this episode. We've loved having you. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. As always, if you have any comments or suggestions or naked pictures, send them to BrewsdayTuesdayPodcast at gmail.com. And uh, we will see you next episode. Bye. Bye. Adios. Bye. Yeah, and then you should. Uh, God, Tavita, your lag. Your lag, <laughs> Tavita. <laughs>